1: Welcome along to the Wise Man Save podcast. We are back to discuss the departure of yet another Sunderland manager or head coach. Let's get on with it. Uh, Join myself, Stephen with as always, is Gareth Barker. Evening.
2: Good evening.
1: Do you know off the top of your head how many of these we've done?
2: Podcasts about managers being sacked. Yeah. First one would have been we'll Martin O'Neill, we'll wouldn't it? it? So, however, however many managers we've had since Martin O'Neill, that many. Right.
1: Maybe we'll work it out. Uh, Matthew Keelan is uh, joining us as well. Hello. All right. And, uh, big news, big pod requires The, the top uh, dogs, doesn't it? Yeah, so says. Everybody else who isn't on the podcast, but the, the top dogs are all here. <laughs> Sorry, Rick.
2: No, um, I right. like don't, don't know about that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, who wants to start? Well, what were we thinking, again? Matt? You were the game Saturday, weren't you? Um, yeah. So I wasn't. I wasn't initially going to do this because I have not seen anything from Saturday's game, and I was going to just let some of you have be been the match do it. But obviously, people don't want to hear us talk about that performance or that result now. But um, I guess it ties in really with it. Would be, be before the driving surfaced was the element of the performance that gave you a sense this could be the final nail in the coffin in anywhere.
0: Well, I mean, it was just like really poor, I thought. Like it was I mean the Huddersfield game was bad and then I think obviously taking the lead on Saturday probably masked the fact that the first half was poor, really. I didn't think Birmingham were very good. Um and the tactic of just give the ball Jack Clark um uh, was about as obvious as as it's ever been, and he didn't, he wasn't really, he scored, but he wasn't really massively in the game. He, I think he had two shots, he scored with one, and the other one he put on target, but we were, like, it just looks like it, it was going nowhere, like, there's performances that just, like, they've got nothing to them, really. But we did okay, obviously, against Plymouth, but taken in isolation, and then the last two defeats, and you know, in the space of four days were, it wasn't working. Gonna, it was never gonna work for Michael Bale. Like, yeah. inept. Yeah. <clears throat> I think.
1: Do you think the near the near you've just said Birmingham will crop there? Are we thinking of Gareth the nature of the, or the two defeats, but also the the lack of quality from the two sides as well has just done it as well because I you mentioned the Huddersfield game there midweek. I was watching that and it's the most difficult watch. I think I, I can remember a long time watching. So I, I I could. I couldn't even stay engaged to sit down and watch it. I kept getting up and pottering about and doing other stuff in the house. And I can genuinely say, I think it's probably League One since since that's happened. I feel like previous to this manager, you, you always felt like we were in the game, even if we weren't playing great. And it's just, those two defeats couldn't have been worse, could they? Like we, we've less, the two sides we lost against was so bad. And I guess it's just, it was just going one way, wasn't it?
2: I think all of the, I've said on social media a few weeks ago, it's like everything that was good about this team before has been eradicated and everything that's bad about it has been amplified. And I think we've probably seen in 11 games that he's had in charge, um, probably two good performances. Can't remember the the other good one but who was against, but we won at home. Um Stoke. Yeah, it was Stoke. Um, Preston and we beat as well under him. Yeah, Preston was okay for a half and then we kind of didn't deliberately drop off. We had, we played Stoke very, very bad. Um, Plymouth have got, have got a pure away record as well, but you can only beat what's in front of you and we did play pretty well in those games, but um, the rest of it's just been characterless dross really. Um all the attacking we've got all these attack young attacking players, which seems to be the whole plan is to get these types of players in and we've basically completely neutered them. We don't recreate really any chances. Um we don't really do we don't do any we, we we just don't look a threat. I mean, the goal on Saturday comes from a mistake, which you know we've we pressed and accepted it, and he scored. Um, but it just doesn't feel like we get. We're like just we look like we feel, we feel like a team. We might get like three chances a game, and then we have to take most of them to win the game. And if we don't, we're definitely going to concede. Um. I mean, people talk about the Huddersfield performance under Mowbray being bad, DME. I mean that one, like you say, Stephen in the week was just shocking. Um and it it's said again a few weeks ago, it feels like we're just in a holding pattern till the end for this manager already. Um and I thought it would go on a lot longer than it did. So I'm pleased it's it's happened. Um because it was never, ever, a good a good idea. Um,
0: it was a terrible it, appointment. Like it, it yeah. just didn't like it. It's so like it's it's all very well going. Oh, they've acted decisively. I know you're not saying that, Gareth, but I'm just oh they've acted decisively. Well, yeah, but like they did this. They knew like it was obvious this wasn't going to work. Like it, it, it was such a poor appointment, and they've just gone back to something that they could have done for even less money and just giving it a Dodds anyway. And it's like, it would have been cheaper to just go and buy someone because now I presume they've sacked him. So they have to now pay him off. So then they give him a two and a half year deal, inexplicably. I, I imagine there were clauses in it, maybe. So, But well, there won't have been a clause that says, if we sack you after 63 days. So they've obviously, they're going to have to pay him off. It was an appointment that just made no sense. Like, you know, what? Look, look, he he came in at a time where, like, he came in the middle of a shit storm. Bale, to be fair, like he came in at the the middle of all the derby stuff, the Newcastle stuff. Um, but then just delivered like a totally meek performance against them. Like, didn't bother to try and change it. And I think it he wasn't helped by like the time he came into the club. But at the end of the day, he inherited a side that was. I think sixth, maybe, in the league. The tables just come up on the telly you now, four points behind Coventry, who obviously walloped us in probably his best performance. <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. Like it's just a mess, isn't it? I mean, what? Like here we are, like third manager. Just, like it's just stupid.
2: I mean, I just like you know. Where's the accountability again for these? It's like, it's almost like we've kind of announced it on this. Oh, uh, Mike Dodge is actually going to be in charge at the end of the season. Oh, by the way, that's because we've sacked this manager that we yeah. appointed 11 games yeah. ago. Just to let you know, he's not staying, he's gone now, and this man's doing it now. Um, It's very weird, like, kind of backwards to say, to not announce that like, you've sacked the manager and then gone, so and so will take charge at the end of the season. It's like going, Oh, that's really good, actually. This person's going to be in charge at the end of yeah, the season yeah. because we've made this decision. And it's, you know, it's a very strange statement to not even, I mean, wish him all the best for the future is one thing, but you know, I don't think I've ever read even in a in a, a more acrimonious departure of a manager. You know, the club not thanking the the manager that came in, which, yeah. No, it's not the fact very... it's old, no, but it's just a bit odd, isn't it? It's yeah, like it's, it's... I
1: reckon. I reckon that is genuinely the very first time since these kind of statements have been going out. I was thinking that.
2: Yeah, that, that like you haven't, do you, you haven't know thanked you... him at all. It's, it's just very the whole thing is just like you know. It's, it's people talking about them acting decisively in this instance. Well, it took them two weeks to appoint this manager, who was out of work and couldn't have you know. Couldn't have been anywhere near the top of the list in terms of this data-led approach. Um, It's just very... It's all just really strange. It's like this kind of thing that plays out in front of your eyes. And it feels like, you know, we're continually hoodwinked. And maybe, you know, there's a part that thinks, well, Beal might have been not hoodwinked himself, but the fact he's come out and had a go in a way about the lack of centre forward that we needed, the lack of exactly. well, yeah, but every everyone who's everyone who's so much as you know, as soon as Alex Neal makes the comments he, he was making, it's no s- surprise that he's gone a few days. Later. Yeah, he took another job, but that <laughs> was never going to last. No. Um, and the same things happened with Mowbray and the same things happened with Beale. So it's just very it's just a very, very odd scenario that we find ourselves in. And now it's kind of like instead of going, well, we're gonna let Mowbray go and we're gonna go for somebody and he's gonna do this for us and we're gonna improve, we've actually killed killed the season in some respects. I mean I'm not saying that I think Mike Dodds will do a better job than Michael Beale. I think I get the impression the players like him.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. You know, we played think, like Le- I- yeah, against Leeds we were excellent. You know, there we were. That, that was game. the best
0: performance of the season. I know we beat yeah. up in five, but Leeds was brilliant because it was really yeah. clever. It
2: was like like a good way. technical game. Yeah. Football, yeah,
1: I will say you because you've 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 both mentioned it there by saying, "Oh, it's all well and good." saying they've acted decisively and that i i I am prepared to give them credit for that because we've been we've been and, and they did acknowledge that in the statement saying we've taken a of billion change now yes we can we can really slag off the po- appointment which we've done anyway but i I think this could have saved us before previously or helped things before previous people had done this so the the two that jumped to mind there Gareth, you you mentioned there obviously we said we've never seen a reaction to this since, since Howard Wilkinson going that far back, someone probably could have stayed up because that season had they had identified that Wilkinson wasn't going to work earlier than they did, I think, because they had a decent squad. Some people might say, well, McCarthy did even worse when he come in. So that will be that will be fair enough to say that. But, you know, in my opinion, they should have acted sooner than they did then. And Phil Parkinson was the other one where quite early into his. he's 10 year week I'd have said didn't we that this just wasn't a good fit it wasn't going to work but they were stubborn about it and they dragged on and dragged on and dragged on so I, I, I you know I, I'm sl- I slag them off plenty so I, I am going to say that I'm going to acknowledge that, 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 that there can be praise for doing something about it if that's a separate issue if we separate the yeah,
0: if no, we no, separate no, the good. two things
2: well, I'm glad it's happened because I think you needed to a terrible videos, mistake to so. be honest as well was like,
0: it, sorry, about- sorry, Garth, I didn't mean it.
2: No, no, no. Go go for it. Yeah. Um,
0: I think it um it needed to happen for Bale's own sake, to be honest, I think as well. Yeah. Like he just he was just finished, I think. Um it was never gonna work. And I it just, nah. longer it went on, like it was just gonna become well, it probably wasn't tenable, but it would have just become like poisonous inside the stadium and that and like he probably doesn't need that either, to be honest. So it's just for the best, I think, that he just went. And whether he's been
2: sacked or has walked. Well you look at it from a perspective of it's an opportunity he should never really have been presented with. Um based on his previous output and his other jobs. But he never looked like he enjoyed like in it was an opportunity to enjoy. Do you know what I mean? It was. It wasn't. I know he was under under pressure, and it was. You know, he's going to get. He got. He was getting sick from the outset for a variety of reasons. But at least you know you could come in and take an approach where you go, "Look, I'm going to I'm going to back myself," and yeah, you might have some doubts about us, but just give us give us an opportunity to you know improve the team because i believe i can do it but it was never like that it was almost a bit like oh well you know it's my job to like kind of just like make sure that everything's fine and turn it around and you know i don't know what everyone's bothered about anyway like oh, what a, you know he's been sarcastic about our league position it's coming out we've we've got like a so many attacking players in the squad and he's coming out and saying well we're never gonna blow teams away. but yeah. well, we have blown teams away like one of our one of the most sort of memorable and in it's sort of that made memorable things and that has made an impression in our you know our return to the championship has been we have just like at times just blown teams away because we've been too good for them. Um from a from attack perspective. um, Yeah, it's just... It's, you know, some of the comments he, he's made through the time, I know people will say, well, everything he says gets analysed. I think that's indicative of the scenario. I mean, look at the situation on Saturday with Hume. Yeah. Um, whatever you think about it, it's like the fact that it's being talked about as a thing goes to show how it's just n- never going to or, or genuine or otherwise if you did, didn't did see him did see him the fact people are talking about it and debating it is indicative of the situation I,
0: that he's in. I agree and I think as well like it was quite odd that he went immediately onto his personal Instagram to kind of to to, to say about it it was like just you don't. It's just weird behavior from like a head coach of a football club. Like you wouldn't really do Like you wouldn't see anyone doing that. Like a, a manager really doing that. I think like his press conference, press conferences and stuff. Like he, some of them in the he had that like space of sort of a week where everything he was saying it was just sort. Of, what are you doing? Why are you saying this? You just, it was before the Stoke game, wasn't it? When he was, he was on about like. His accent and the car and then he was like, I haven't worked mm. in London for years and it's like you you have, you're just lying and like it's just all a bit weird and it was almost like a self-sabotage at one point thing, and how quickly yeah, can I get st- back? The stuff like comparing his record
1: of Mobrayers and stuff's just not you just it was a bit like Nathan Jones of Southampton was saying similar stuff. Yeah, I remember that it had it's similar, very, very similar vibes. Where he was sitting and like getting over defensive and saying, Actually, I think you'll find I was one of the best in Europe for this, this, and yeah. this. And then he was like, I think he lost his first couple of league games and like, Well, it's not a good start. And they'd won two like League Cup games. He was like, oh, Well, I think you find I've got a 50% win record or something. And he's yeah. like, Nate, like, stop, stop it. Like, I remember watching that on like cringing and it was very, people from the outside must have been getting similar vibes to this. Um, sometimes you, you almost can't even explain it sometimes. It's like, you just look at it and think, nah, that's just not
2: ever gonna work. Do you think it's odd for to see somebody who's like and again don't want to attack his personality, you have never met him and don't know what he's like, but someone who comes across with such a high opinion of themselves, yet have zero charisma. You mm. I don't like does like I literally have not watched I honestly barely know listen like what he sounds like. Like honestly, I I couldn't like sit and hear his voice in my head like I could another Sunderland manager because never bothered with his press conference because it's just like it doesn't make you feel like you want to (laughs) bother. It's just not. He's not in. It it hasn't. He hasn't engaged. I mean, people you see about Alex Neal, well, well, he's like spiky and dour, but he was engaging. He was quite funny as well. Yeah, he's dry and he used to like. Give good explanations of his choices, decisions, why he wants to do something, why we did something in the game, like after games and in pre-match and stuff, um and in the week, the press conferences. And it was kinda of like, well, you know where you are with this guy, and it's like it's, that's the way he is. And then obviously getting promoted, you know, he knew what he was doing. I mean, a lot of few people had, had a go at that and, and failed. Um
1: you go back to well, Parkinson you know. again, don't you? We used to say this about Parkinson, didn't we? How oh, we just don't watch his press conferences because there's just nothing, no endearing, yeah. personal qualities there. Wilkinson again, going back even further. Sorry for like, like the Jack and the really young people um, who dare to listen to this, but um, similar. And you know, and some people might say that shouldn't matter, but it just does. And I know I was getting asked about this a lot on Saturday, for my opinion on Bale and stuff, and. I was just saying that the charisma thing it was a word I use. It makes a difference. It's like people will put up with, it's almost like people are putting up with good form and two or three defeats in a row, bad defeats. The fans are just going to turn on you. Yeah. And because, because they've got nothing they've got, they, they don't have this connection with you. And maybe the decision makers at the top don't realize that that's important, but it is. And, well, like we talked about, Tony Mobridge genuinely was like, even the people who, uh, I can't remember any of these at the time. I can't remember anybody calling for Tony, Tony Moebrick at the time, personally who I knew. Not one person who I knew and had a conversation with did. Now, some people are suggesting otherwise, and they said, oh, no, I do think it was time for him to go. And that's fair enough. He, he wasn't under the best form. But the difference is, even those people I would suggest would have said that they still liked him as a person mm-hmm. and respected him and... That does buy you more time, and that's probably why the fans didn't turn on because you wanted to watch his press conferences.
2: I've seen some phenomenal he, he, um, he... rewriting of history with with Mowbray in the last sort of however long. Really, he overachieved massively with that squad, and that's been shown now. The squad got weaker in the summer, um, and he was still, you know, we we lost more games, but. We were winning more games and we were still in the mix. And I guess we still are now, thankfully. Um
0: Remarkably.
2: Yeah. But, you know, again he'd been asking for something for such a long time. Wasn't being given it. You know, he found a way to win with no striker. Yeah. Last season. Um and yeah, we had Ahmad. It was like exceptional talent. Um but I think it would be really disingenuous to be like, oh well, I'm like oh well, I'm like without just it was just like a one man team with Ahmad or something, or not nothing to do with the with the manager or whatever. There was, you know, the 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 players wanted to play for that person, and it looks like to me that the players do not want to play. They'd, and and people can have a debate's opinion. Well, you get paid, you know, you should be like. Slugging it out every week, and I'm sure they do to the best of their ability. But I mean, I I challenge anyone to fit forward like fake being inspired by somebody with absolutely nothing about them whatsoever. It's like just and like nothing about him. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I mean, it sounds harsh. And like he might be a lovely bloke and that I've never met him, might, but from a fan watching what you see, it just looks like you know. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is generally.
0: Yeah, I think like the I mean, make no mistake, the players were some poor individual performances on Saturday and they were really poor against Huddersfield. Um, but there's no struct. There was no structure to anything. There was no like structure to the game. Like the ga- the goals that we were scoring were, were good goals out of almost nothing. Like like you mentioned Gareth, like the, the one on Saturday was a mistake from them. The ones against um, Plymouth, like the first one, the Plymouth just couldn't set a wall. Probably, um, it was a good finish for Etwar, and then the other two. Like there's just been more moments of brilliance, really, rather than like. There's been some moments like you know the Russians against Preston was a really good goal, really well worked. But again, it comes through Jack Clark. So there just didn't seem to be like anything. Well, there really... were
1: spells on that. There were just around like twenty minute spells and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, again, again, when Tony Mowbray was there, you felt like that was our identity. And, and that's what I was saying earlier about when I was watching the Huddersfield game on the telly and I was just pottering around the house because I couldn't, yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't. it's too difficult to watch, I can't sit down and watch it. It's not engaged and where at least, like I said, under Morbury, I think there was always that undercurrent of that even in the games we didn't play that well. There would be like a passage of play where we'd actually get up the field quite quickly by moving the ball quickly and, and, you yeah, definitely. and all it takes is one good sweep and move or
0: but I think this is it something. and I think- I think, like, as well, like, when the, you know, you even if we'd been poo, you'd think, oh, we'll, we'll have 10 minutes. Like, yeah. just keep it tight. If it's not working, keep it tight. Don't concede. We'll have 10 minutes. Like,
2: but we've we'd... got... The, the, the identity is slow, turgid, toothless, characterless football. That's yeah. what we've been watching for yeah. the last few months, and... Um, Last year, and it we were one of the most exciting teams to watch in the division, if not the most exciting team to watch. Um, you know, some of the goals, some of the team goals were scored just absurd, really. Um, it, it, I just don't think, and you know, oftentimes you get a situation where people are like just deny what their eyes are seeing, and well, well, actually, actually, no, it's not. It can't be like this. It's not like this because it must be better because we've done this. And it's like, yeah. well, actually, sometimes people make change and it's a really bad one. And my personal feeling is that this person has probably been the worst Sunderland manager in my time sporting the club. That's how I feel. Like, I honestly feel that he's the worst we've ever had.
0: I think it was certainly the worst decision. Because, like, I mean whether you wanted Moberg on or not if you'd been told it was going to be this like yeah. like you you know like but it's no. just like a mess isn't it really <laughs> like well to- now
2: and then you know we've got a situation where we know what it's like when you get an interim manager and it's from within the within the club you know there'll be wait. it's a bit of a trial really for Mike Dodds isn't it let's be honest yeah. I don't think they'd hesitate if he does well, which I hope he does. They wouldn't hesitate in giving him the job. It'd probably be an that's ideal possible. scenario for them yeah. to to have mm-hmm. to promote that person from within. Um, which, so like I you say, people.
1: let's 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 all hope we're in a position where that's yeah,
2: yeah of that's course, really yeah.
1: attractive, and that's what we you know that's what we want. That's the ideal scenario. He comes in and absolutely smashes it, and then why wouldn't you give him the job? Like, we'll just make that clear. Before
0: we get accused of
2: anything, oh, yeah. how many games are we got? Only got thirteen games left this season. Have a we really? That's mad. Yeah, it's not. Where's many. the Where's the football gone? <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's like, hello, it's just gone away. It. Playoffs in like two weeks or something. What's happened?
0: We won't be in them, so don't worry. No, no, no.
2: yeah, well, only four points mad. off yeah, though. Still, 13, that's absolutely got, mad, isn't it? Yeah. All that.
0: Like it
1: is, it's it so much. No, no, it you, you is, can, you, And you and you kind of do, but you kind of do feel like it's only that last position, don't you? You feel like the top five, even West Brom. Yeah, seeing no, that, I didn't even know West Brom got on the weekend. To be honest, you um. Be off, so, oh well, there you go. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? I don't know. Maybe two up for grabs, and because the top four is out of the question for for anybody else now. I think there's
0: um, two up for grabs, to be honest. Mm. Um, so we no, even have if, to go on a run.
2: Do we get sixty nine points last season to get yeah. the playoffs? So to get sixty nine points from our last thirteen, we'd have to go at one point seven points a game, basically one point six nine points a game
0: i think you might need more than that this season. Maybe.
2: Yeah, you probably will, but I'm just saying. So, yeah, yeah. How many do you think we'd need to get in the playoffs?
0: I don't know. What's the league looking like at the minute? Who's currently sixth? So what have they got? Something should pay, so they've got but... f-
2: 51 gets you into sixth. Um. So I'll say hmm. 52, because obviously you've got a goal difference.
0: Yeah. I reckon you're going to need... Was the was f- 13 games left. You're probably going to
2: need... 75?
0: Yeah, I was going to say 73, 75.
2: we we'll have to go for 74 then.
0: Yeah,
2: right, yeah. So, in order to get 74 points. So, yeah, we'll do some maths. Live I maths, Chris, maths kids, are, are, are you listening? Are you listening?
1: In every job, you need maths, kids, just remember. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in all walks so of life. you
2: want. But even Phil, you know, we'd need two points a game.
0: I, I was always just watching you do, man.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah we need two I was, points.
1: enjoy the cogs, good to hear, the cogs go around. Two, points no, so promotion. Form. Later, mate,
2: so, so, yeah, you need two. <laughs> need, point, you need two points a game to get into the playoffs. You'd probably see. So it's it
1: promotion game. form we need from now
2: on, basically. Yeah. But if we got that, it would yeah. be good, wouldn't it? Because we'd be going into I mean, the playoffs, exactly yeah. The yeah. Form in order to yeah. get promoted. was it? Yeah.
1: Do we think like here's a question? So. Obviously, we know from from all sides looking in that this appointment was just never going to work, and it didn't. And everybody could see that um, for many different reasons. But what do we think the main driver was from the uh, the club's point of view, as much as what he said, or the results, or a bit of both? Do you know what I mean? Because we we M- morebri as you've just said, that was doing okay really uh, this season. And we sort of have our suspicions that they didn't like him coming out and make, making these subtle digs about the transfer situation and about not having a striker. And he was quite subtle with it, it wasn't? Was it? it wasn't even but,
2: a dig, though. It's like
1: no, but he, you know, he, he was speaking the truth, yeah. But they He was saying, like it, he he was saying clearly, things out loud, clearly. clearly yeah. Inquire, but, but, yeah, but but Michael Bay's been more direct with that stuff, hasn't he? Like he's come straight in and gone two footed on it. They must be, they must be <laughs> with that, and at least. At least he could always go away and say, well, they called me a yes man and I wasn't. <laughs> at, least, at, least he, at least he can say that because he wasn't having any of it. He wasn't having any of it. Well, he did. And he, he was being he far more direct didn't. with it by saying.
2: He made some comments, didn't he, about how actually again, you know, didn't he say like Mundell was a striker or something Or recently?
0: No, I don't know.
2: But again, when the striker thing's just bizarre, like so R- Rustin scores a few goals, starts two games, and it's like, oh, them now for burst to win
1: because yeah. the desperate for somebody to, to suddenly Why? become good. I don't know. I think they like, one leaving. of these players are going to yeah, he be. He's doing, right. than... he doing all
2: right. He's like running. He actually runs around and like challenges the defenders and occupies. Like, yeah, he might not. He's not going, never going to get your fifteen goals playing through the middle, but he's going to cause bother for the centre-backs for, the, for the, backs and the and the full-backs by making runs in the channels and being busy and, and you know, he's got to turn a pace. Just leave him in. I don't understand why you would be like, well, actually, the one thing I've got to change is that I've got to bring in this man who doesn't touch the ball for an entire game instead of the person who actually runs about a bit. You might as well track,
0: play on me and burst off to be honest.
2: yeah. yeah. I think Burstall's actually poorer than Himea. and I know you might disagree, but I actually think he is.
0: Yeah, man, on uh, Saturday, Hemiah.
2: Yeah, apparently, yeah. I saw that. He, no, uh, no, he did. The of, no, he he had did. the field of play. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, I, I
2: just, the whole thing's just like... I don't know. It's just like... It, you kind of know what's coming. And... Yet, it's like no matter what the level of conversation around it is, it's like, well, actually, it's not that, but it always is, and and that's where we are again. It's everybody, everybody's like, well, people, well, nobody wanted Alex Neil, and nobody wanted Jack, um, uh, Tony Mowbray, and nobody wants Beale, so I'll give them a chance to turn it around. All this, it's like that's not. You're not assessing the situation that we're in. What we should be doing is, if you're changing your manager when you are sixth in the championship, you bring in somebody who is going to make you finish fourth fifth, or fourth fourth fifth in the championship. They use the phrase obsessed
1: with progression. Well, they use a lot of the the phrase they use. Progression is the key word. If you're getting rid of somebody when you're in one position in the league table... And you're using the word progression, and saying you're obsessed with it, and given that as the rationale for removing somebody from post, then
2: in the summer I thought we'd... I said I, I thought we'd thirteenth in the league, and that wasn't me being deliberately negative. It's looking at the fact that we've lost key players. I mean, Jack Clark's output this season in terms of goals has been way above. Anyone's expectation I would say. Maybe he's expecting to get many assists, but certainly his goal con his goals um you would outstripped my expectations. Fourteen,
0: fifteen goals. Oh, 18, 15 goals. It's mad.
2: Um yeah. And he uh he's been outstanding, but we've had nothing really from anywhere else. You know, Job probably our second top scorer, is he once he got five or six?
0: five maybe
2: um it's um, you know you I don't, I can't, it's i just it's pick the bones out that i don't even know
0: it's like uh, to be honest as well it's quite what you know you look at the Clark's goals and like he you take him out of this team
2: and it's like relegation battle
0: well you are like you would take Clark out of this team now and you like obviously we wouldn't be so like if Clark got injured we're not going to get relegated but if you started the season without him and didn't have a replacement for him this team is like especially if you lose Ballard and you lose Neil which you could feasibly lose all three of them in the summer we're just it's like start again because that the team is nowhere near without them we've got like big brilliant players there and yeah, the team plays really well together at times. It does. It put some brilliant performances in. You know, we have blown teams away at times without that brilliance from Clark and without, you know, that individual stuff. But you take Clark out of this team and it's like, it's bottom six fodder. like the performances they're putting in. I mean, it's because it's, and it is, and it's not like, it's not really an exaggeration to say that if Clark goes and we don't replay. I mean, do you trust Speakman with like millions of pounds to spend, like to replace him? And it's impossible to replace Clark. It, you know, a man like like for like because he's like that good at this level. But do we, you know, how they're unproven in terms of doing this. So, the what happens? You got in the summer now. You got to manage it, sort it out. And now you've got. You're going to lose Clark. You, quite possibly you're going to lose you probably won't lose Ballard I would say but you're going to probably I'm lose, lose Neil. Neil so like you've got might two lose,
2: I mean I know you're not you've got mixed opinions on him but you might lose Patterson as well
0: you might but like even so like so you're going to have a manager to replace and then possibly four yeah. the spine of the team could go here Ballard Patterson Clark and Neil could go in the summer you need a manager to replace like they have got a hell of a job ahead of them now no matter what happens at the end of the season, somehow we flew promotion. That incredible, like... The, they need a couple well, wouldn't of these be a players who it to really... No, but you know really what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, got promoted by accident.
0: From this position, it would be pretty unlikely that we will yeah. get promoted. But the, you know, not the league position, but just like the circus that's like kicking around the club at the minute. Mm. Yeah, they would need a couple of these
1: signings to really, really step up to give us the faith and confidence that like actually they can't get the the um, appropriate replacements through the door, I think. It like, it yeah, we, we're talking about Clark, and and we've said it before, like, let's look, we're quite aware Joe and there's some good, the likes of Sergan and Alicia and stuff, look like a really good place, but they're always injured. Yeah, well, that's And then, like, Eck was hot and cold, but we've said it before, Jack Clark's not some hidden gem they found in the oh. Conference North. He's he's like, he cost 10 million, a Premier League team paid 10 million quid for him quite a few years ago now. So let's just like, you know, just be a bit you can see why. Out about the success. Well, yeah. And it's taken him a while to get back at that, hasn't it? And that's a shame. And that's another conversation about the state of English football and the way you mention all the time, Gareth, that these clubs just hard players. And this is proof of that that not being... Helpful for players' development and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you it, interesting
2: thing to see is what it, happens now. I think the part of the this whole setup that we have, though, it's like, well, when we move one of these players on, we'll have somebody who's ready to maybe not be as good as them, but come in and take that chance and yeah. improve to the level that or near the level of the player that we sold on. And then they'll be sold on, and then the next one will come in. But at the moment it's, it's
0: quite a gap, isn't it?
2: There's a massive gap. There's, there's a massive gap. Yeah. Um, I mean, bars, as I say, say, said, there's loads of time. He's an in he, he, he could be, and he on his on his day. And that's footballers are <laughs> inconsistent. That's that's fine. Um but
0: there's not a replacement for Jack Clark though. No,
2: there's no replacement for Jack Clark unless it's Russian because <laughs> he plays from the left apparently. But he's a completely different kind of player. He's like absolutely if we don't play with a nine, apparently, then well we do play with somebody like Jack Clark. Well, I'm telling you, there's <laughs> In terms of style, yes. you couldn't get two diametrically opposed footballers. Ones about, you know, work rate and and running, and, you know, causing bother, being a nuisance. Ones about guile and skill. Um, and you know, directness, running at the box. Two very different players. Um.
1: Uh, we, can't, we can't we can't accept any of this has been I'm not I'm not having that Stuart's replacements already, Clark's replacement. No. That's not how they've told us this'll work. We could go off on a tangent here and 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 pick to pieces the pick to pieces what they've said with the using their own quotes previously. That's not what they've said to us. That is not supposed to be a zero budget from the start. It's we'll not spend loads, but we'll invest and then we'll replace with more. That's what they've said. And so that's what look. We could let, let's see if they do that. They've got they've got this. You know, January's not great for that, um, because it's going to happen. That test is going to happen in the summer, isn't it? So there's, yeah. there's just there's just no way it's not. Unless That's Clark massive... picks up a, unless he picks up an injury, there's there's no way it's not going to happen.
2: This is the ultimate test now because this is the first real mass failure, I would say. The last sort of three months yeah. under this plan. And this is a test now because they've openly failed. They've admitted sort of, it, sort of admitted yeah. it. Um, and now they're in a scenario like you. On top of the off the field stuff
1: that's 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 been blown up, yeah. but
2: but it's not only a massive. It's not only a massive challenge in in the, in the thing that Matt highlighted in terms of the practical side. You know, losing the players and and things like that. So say we do lose Dan Neal and Jack Clark and maybe Patterson, you're probably looking at their what, 40 million quid? For three you'd... players?
0: Well, I think that's... you'd probably you'd be looking at 25 for Clark, I think.
2: Well, let, let's say being conservative, 40 to 45 million quid to bring into those players. Now that's the test, right? Because it'll be the first time under this plan that we've done that bit so the pressure's on then it's like when Gareth Bale was sold and Tottenham spent that money badly Um, and a slightly different scenario yes but that is the and it's going to it'll come under scrutiny because not only it'll be well are you going to it'll can you spend the money on the right places are you going to spend the money how will it be accounted for Um, where are you going to spend the money Um, whilst also looking for a new manager and actually finding those players to replace. Um, Because if the money going in is supposed to go back into the team, which is is kind of the message that's been shared, then it's a huge... You know, you're looking at six months, you know, August August 19th, if we do six months from now, we'll be into the new season by then. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's a massive it's a it's a massive challenge and let's hope that the the setup's robust enough to cope with it and you know, this is gonna be the real make or break of this model that we're following. And it's kind of in a kind of a sick way, you're kind of going all right then. Go on then, sell all, sell all those good players, and get that money in. Yeah. And let's see what and see what you yeah. do. And yeah. It's not about wanting someone to fail; it's about thinking. This the test. This is yeah. you've actually got. If you look at it from a objective point of view, you've actually, if you do that in the summer, you've actually succeeded.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Your first in your first instance of doing this—that's kind of the first time you have properly succeeded. So if you want to continue to succeed, the next challenge is reinvesting that money um, and doing it in a way that not only benefits the team on the pitch, but galvanises supporters off it to believe, actually, well, well, yeah, we've, we've brought this in and we've spent seven, eight million quid on this next notch-up player who we believe we can sell for 40, 50 million quid, I don't know, in however many years' time. Rather than going, we've got this person for free, and we're going to sell them on for like seven or eight million. Seven I
0: mean. players for four million quid, and we we'll develop them, and they're all wingers. And you know. yeah,
2: yeah, we much. bought seven attacking midfielders. <laughs> one of them has played no games of football, and he cost lots of money. Yeah, well, that's that's Michael. Uh, that's, that was the uh, what do you call him regime? Oh, I can't I remember his name now.
0: Def- uh, Defendi.
2: No, the other one. Um Bain, Martin Bain. I, uh, probably. Maybe the as well. I'd say
0: the as well. Billions of yeah. That's
2: buying like, Mika for two point five million pounds.
0: Actually getting dispensation to get that deal over the line because it went mm.
2: after yeah, well, yeah, it did <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah.
0: Never gonna probably never gonna play It's really good him that he was at the club during our worst ever season for goalkeepers. And he
2: just wasn't couldn't, even going to get in the squad. Not even
0: get on the pitch. Yeah. I <laughs> just think like hmm, two million pounds for him. It's very good, actually. We should do that again. Should re sign. him.
2: <laughs> I think we should buy Mika again. Like, probably. Do. He's probably no, available. Where was Mika? Should will he... find out?
0: I'll have a look.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll, have, I'll have a look now. Mika. No. I was like, me. why don't you do that? Phil, Stephen, let... Phil.
0: Talk about um the quite difficult to start that Mike Dodds has in his third caretaker spell um, in charge of Sunderland. Because obviously after the Swansea game, which you probably expect to win, you've got Norwich, Leicester and Southampton. So, very tricky. Oh, Chris's Fox has lost against Middlesbrough on Saturday. You know, it was a bit of a blip, wasn't it, really? Considering the 10 points clear at the top, Southampton lost once in 27 games I think and Norwich they're above us now um despite hating their manager um seems to be doing all right so it's a tough stuff for old uh, old Dodsey old Gill
2: and uh... I'm laughing at one of the teams that mega played for
0: <laughs> this, is good. this is exciting did we sign him from Boa Vista
2: yeah we did um so he actually played for Benfica B.
0: Nice, yeah.
2: So, you know. Um,
0: Good rep.
2: So, he, he, after Sunderland, he went to União Liera and made right. two appearances, but this is the one that made us chuckle. 2018, 19, he represented B-SAD. Right. He two appearances for B-SAD. Nice, right. yeah. So, <laughs> Where is he now? So, 19, 20, 2019, 2022, he made actually 75 appearances for Academica. Nice. Then he went to Vittoria Setubal, which I believe didn't we play them in a preseason friendly? Yeah,
1: I, I rang a uh, rang a bell that we played yeah. against them in a friendly. And uh, I'll never forget David Moyes like openly laughing at the idea that he should play when the, when the when the mics went off once when I was there at the academy, and um, <laughs> I can't remember who the key was at the time, but he said something about like struggling to play, and then. So the camera, you know, so the microphone stopped at that point and everyone turns the devices off and so on. I think it might have been Nick Barnes, kind of just said, Well, you could always play make, couldn't you, David? And like, he like, he went Pfft, and like shook his head and walked out. And I was like, Oh, well, that's good,
0: isn't it? Mm. Quite good how bad he must have been <laughs> to not get in the squad ahead of like camp. But he's and played,
2: and- um, sorry, go on.
0: No, no, just right where Like, he only had like half of his body works, he couldn't dive left like to be worse than that must have been quite was Maybe, he still around if...
1: kicking around then mega yeah,
0: yeah only he was 32 there. yeah he was he was, no, he was there I mean whole... in and that, in and that no, was, was he? he was there in the whole for the championship season yeah jesus Christ, yeah well i mean yeah, this man. was
1: only a couple of months after Moyes had signed him when he when he, he sort of like so left and pulled that out. Him, I mean.
2: like... he's currently yeah. at um morirense or Moira he's, Renze. he probably
0: pay a considerable... Um, and what he's made sell no appearances.
2: No, okay. <laughs> yes. um, so that's good, isn't it? we do
0: sell we know, where the, uh, we know where the money should be spent. should re-sign Miga uh, on probably a four-year... They're, in the,
2: pr- they're in the top flight of, of Portuguese football. He doesn't
0: play, though. <laughs> well,
2: that's probably why they're in the top flight of Portuguese football. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so there you that go.
1: Great. Right, right. We it have got off on the Manager,
2: probably, yeah. I think, would be the logical next step. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. I feel like there. he's very much in alignment. I feel like, as far as yeah. alignments go because Michael Beale was in alignment and then he went out of alignment, and now I feel as though Mika, as a coach, I think would we be in alignment.
0: or on record is saying that Mika. Yeah. Would be the next yeah. permanent manager of Sunderland. Next permanent player so manager
2: was... of Sunderland. So <laughs> you heard it here first.
0: Yeah. But you didn't expect to hear that tonight.
2: But it's quite funny though, isn't it? Because if we did that, people I so bet there'll be people like, oh wow, what a massive stroke this is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, speakman's cooked again. Yeah. He's found he's found this star. <laughs> This diamond, in he the rough for us and... before? no, 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 yeah, no that was uh, div, that was me, the singer, play for us, <laughs> yeah. So, there you go, right? Are we finished now?
1: Well, thanks, I think thanks. so, yeah. I mean, for, for... No, to That's be honest, true. i would stop talking because it keeps telling that one stable, my internet connection is new, I keep breaking up. So, I, I'm thinking, like, I might as well not say anything because I think I'm just going to be breaking up. So it, could be good at all. Um, not to mention the tangents so yeah probably probably good place to stop it there uh, Matt's going to be back later on the week to look I won't at. So no, not,
0: no I won't I'm going to well, you oh, no whoa whoa Richard, apologies apologies Richard, apologies
1: now I'm, I'm going to
0: darts. okay
1: okay Rick will be doing that later on um, with more reaction to this I guess as well because it's probably more interesting uh, maybe get some of your opinions on it but yeah yeah maybe we'll work out how many, how um, Many of these pods we've done as well for, for permanent
2: managers. I'm gonna say about 13 is gonna be my guess. I reckon 13. Oh, should right, should, should we quickly do it? No, oh, I don't think feel like that's a quickly thing. Okay, all right, we'll not. Maybe we'll actually wait a minute. Hold on, right? There. Phil,
0: <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, talk about yeah, something else. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about, Stephen? We haven't fatigued. Well, Steve? sorry, are you haven't fatigued. I don't know to be honest, because uh, I only only ate a couple of hours ago,
1: but uh, um, we haven't really had that discussion yet. So yeah. I'll just come up to do the pod, Matt, Yeah, uh, it's interesting how many people will still be listening now. i uh, yeah. already turned off oh, after the tangent, time. and now we're uh, now we're like filling with absolute
2: nonsense. So we're doing but, um, um man- sacking sacking podcasts, okay? All managers leaving like Allardyce. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Do we Deep still need?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I thought you had the information there. That was. yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The implica- that was yeah. the implication, wasn't it? Um Yeah. What's, what's been your more, What's been your most memorable one, Matt?
0: What manages
1: most memorable?
2: Yeah, I counted them up. So how many, okay, how many that, do you want to guess? Right.
1: Well, that was a cliff. I hope people really didn't want to know Matt's answer to that because we've cut that cliffhanger off.
2: Yeah,
0: I couldn't. That—that's fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, you,
2: you said 30. A <laughs> Thursday. I'll
1: next Thursday. Yeah. How okay. many do you think? We didn't cut the cliffhanger off. Either. We we created a cliffhanger, or something. I don't know. Right, tell us. No. Well, how
2: many? You haven't guessed.
1: Nine. Oh, I'm supposed to be guessing. Yeah. Before I keep on saying, what do you think? Oh God! Yeah, eleven. Eleven. Nine. 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 Eleven.
2: Nine. Thirteen. I've gone for and the answer yep. is 14 oh, we've, wow we've 14 managers leaving sack being sacked or leaving um excluding obviously um interim caretakers. appointments and uh, yeah. caretakers
1: of this world
2: of the last five managers we've had mike dodds has been well actually the last six <laughs> managers we've had mike dodds has been three of them <laughs> as of today <laughs> Mike Dodds, Alex uh, Neal, Tony Morby, Mike Dodds, Michael Beal, Mike Dodds. That'll be the list. So,
0: he's he's the um, Martin Allen of Sunderland, isn't
2: he? Right. Well,
1: um, yeah. We want to wish Tony Mowbray all the best as well. We should see before we go. Obviously, the news that he won't be um, on first team duties because of uh, a medical situation, which you can only presume. Well that could be, but it's uh, obviously quite serious. Um there's quite something poetic that he's managed to say he's managed to go right up until he gets his revenge on his former club by yeah. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>